You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. Welcome to this edition of the Faith Roots Podcast. I'm so glad you joined me. We're talking about rivers of living water, and today we're getting into a new aspect of this, and it is the river of power. The Holy Spirit works it through a river of edification. He builds us up and refreshes us. The Holy Spirit works through a river of revelation. He opens our eyes to spiritual things, spiritual truths, and to the things that God wants to give to us. Thirdly, He operates through a river of power. Here's what Jesus said in the book of Acts chapter 1, verse 8. But you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. It's interesting that he said that at the beginning of the book of Acts because the book of Acts is loaded with stories of God's power, of miraculous power. Now, the third river of Genesis chapter 2, where we get our picture, the four rivers that God gave, the Hittichel River is the Tigris. And this river is undoubtedly a symbol of the power of the Holy Spirit. The word hedekel in the Akkadian language where we get it from means vehement. It means raging, and that's the Tigris River. The Tigris is a shallow, swift running river as, say, compared to the Euphrates. The Tigris being more shallow made more of a roar. If you were to go to any mountain river, you would see and hear this roar. You could hear it well before you got to it. It's because the river is shallow. It's running over rocks. Now, if you were to go to a river, say, on the Great Plains, like the Missouri between, say, Kansas City and St. Louis or anywhere along the Mississippi, you wouldn't hear that great roar. There is a tremendous volume of water, and it's very deep, and there's a very powerful flow. But you don't hear the roar because it's not shallow and raging over rocks. The river Hittichel, or the Tigris, was a river of power. The power of God is much different than the wisdom of God. Now, they're two totally different things, and they're both important. And there are some things that only wisdom can do. But then there are other things that it takes the power of God to do. When the Apostle Peter preached about Jesus... He told us that Jesus was anointed with power. This is why he was able to do all the miracles that he did. Here is an excerpt from Peter's sermon to Cornelius from Acts chapter 10, verse 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Now, It is possible for someone to be anointed by the Holy Spirit, but not necessarily anointed with power. Paul or Peter made it very clear that Jesus was not only anointed by the Holy Spirit, but also with power. He is speaking particularly about the power gifts. 
that are listed in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, the gifts of the Spirit. Those power gifts would be the gifts of healings, the working of miracles, and the gift of faith. Now let me show you the difference between wisdom and power. In the book of Daniel, we read how he was thrown into a lion's den. Daniel operated throughout that book in amazing wisdom. But then you see in the book of Judges, a judge named Samson. Samson didn't operate in a lot of wisdom. He had the Holy Spirit, but he operated more with power than he did with wisdom. In other words, Samson was empowered to do mighty exploits through the gift of the working of miracles. We don't see the gifts of healings in Samson. We see the working of miracles. His feats of strength were done through the working of miracles. Now, he too encountered a lion, but he killed it with his bare hands. Daniel was thrown into a lion's den, but he received a miracle. The gift of faith kept him calm all night long, and it and it stopped the, the lions from hurting him. So there's a difference then between these gifts. They don't operate in exactly the same way. Daniel, we see, operated more in gifts of revelation, whereas Samson operated more in power. Then you get prophets like, say, Elijah and Elisha, who operated in both wisdom and power. The apostle Paul prayed for both revelation and power for the church. And I think it's important to look at these because these are prayers. And I want you to mark this down. Uh, I don't often ask you to take notes. Uh, I think you should, but you ought to mark this down because this is a biblical prayer. It was given to Paul by the Holy Spirit, meaning that if you wanted to pray for yourself, you couldn't find a better prayer than this one. All right, here it is. Ephesians 1, verse 15, Therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Here's where it starts, verse 17, That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of His calling and what are the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of His power to us <coughs> who believe according to the working of His mighty power, which He worked in Christ when He raised Him from the dead, and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality, power, and might, and dominion, and every name that is named not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. That's Ephesians 1, 17 through, 30, uh, through 23. You need to pray that prayer for yourself. I pray that the God of my Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto me the Spirit. That's how you need to pray that. Then when you're done praying that on the same day, same prayer session, start with this prayer. Here's Paul in Ephesians 3, but it's not a prayer for wisdom. It's a prayer for power. He said in verse 14, For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the width 
and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that I might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that I am able to ask or think according to the power that works in me, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. That's how you need to pray those prayers. Write them out. Make a card. Make something that you won't quickly throw away and use that to pray with. I did that when I was 18 years old. Now let me tell you what happened. When I began to pray that way, in the beginning I had no idea what I was praying. It didn't make any sense to me, but I did it every day because I saw it in the Word, and I knew it was important, and I knew it was a biblical prayer, and I knew that I couldn't improve on it. In about a month and a half, I started seeing things about the Bible I'd never seen before. It was amazing to me. And then I began to understand the prayers. The prayers made sense to me. I understood what they were about. Now, I didn't get it all, but I got enough of it to realize this is a really big deal. That prayer, the one in Ephesians 1, gave me great wisdom. And the one in Ephesians 3 gave me the ability to do something with the wisdom that I had received. It's one thing to know what you need to do, but if you are not powerful enough to get it done, it's fruitless. That's why Paul included two different prayers for two different purposes. Pray this for yourself. It will bring the power of God into your life. I'll see you tomorrow. I want to thank you for watching our podcast today. And if you really liked it, would you please give us a little thumbs up by clicking on that sign down below. And then I would encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our future podcasts because they're all going to be good. And if you would like to support us financially, either with a one-time gift or recurring gift, you can do that by clicking on the link below are going to MyFaithRoots.com. Thank you so much for watching this program. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.